Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just What we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio, was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Madi Bolaños in San Francisco, and here are some of the California stories we're following. California may soon allow wastewater to be turned into drinking water. State regulators will vote today on rules that would let water agencies recycle wastewater and put it right back into the pipes that carry water to homes and schools. If approved, the water agencies would be allowed, not required, to recycle the water, and California would become just the second state to allow this. A new study finds when given $750 a month for a year, a person experiencing homelessness is more likely to spend it on food, housing, and transportation than alcohol, cigarettes, and other drugs. The USC School of Social Work and a San Francisco nonprofit teamed up to offer 100 people the stipend. They also found those who got it were less likely to be unsheltered after six months and were able to meet more of their basic needs than a control group that did not receive the stipend. And a new law protecting California workers who use marijuana goes into effect next year. The California Report's Billy Cruz reports. Starting January 1st, it will be illegal for employers in California to discriminate against an employee for their marijuana use off the job. No longer can employers drug test an employee after a weekend of smoking weed, if they weren't on the clock. And it will be against the law to fire an employee for using marijuana outside of work. There are exceptions, specifically around federal workers and people in building and construction trades. While recreational marijuana use has been legal in California since 2016, this is the first state law protecting workers who use cannabis. For the California Report, I'm Billy Cruz. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. 
They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. Not-for-profit credit unions have long billed themselves as community-based alternatives to big commercial banks. Yet, KPBS investigative reporter Scott Rod found many California credit unions charged customers millions in overdraft fees last year. I'm standing outside the San Diego County Credit Union on El Cajon Boulevard when I see a customer walk out in a huff. He's wearing a beanie and dark sunglasses. Uh, do you want to get your name? Ernie. And last name? I'm not going to give that. Ernie isn't feeling very talkative. It's hard to blame him. San Diego County Credit Union earlier today charged him an overdraft fee of more than $30. I think it's because they take fees every month. And I get, I get it, I went overdraft, but maybe bring the cost down less. Customers are hit with an overdraft fee when they make a purchase, and their checking account doesn't have enough money to cover it. Consumer advocates, fiscal watchdogs, and even members of Congress have heavily criticized big commercial banks for the billions they collect in overdraft fees. And turns out, it's big business for credit unions, too. Last year, credit unions chartered in California brought in a quarter billion dollars in revenue through overdraft penalties, according to a KPBS analysis of data collected by the state. Regulators should treat overdraft as the five-alarm fire that it has burning through low-income communities and families living paycheck to paycheck. Aaron Klein is a senior fellow at the Brookings Institution, a D.C.-based think tank. For years, big banks such as Wells Fargo and Bank of America have had to disclose revenue from overdraft fees. Last year, they brought in nearly $8 billion. But Klein says credit unions, which are technically not-for-profit businesses, have avoided this requirement. Credit unions have largely escaped scrutiny on overdraft by a combination of wrapping themselves in the good guy flag as a nonprofit, mission-oriented entity and by not releasing data to the public. That is until this year in California, after lawmakers passed the first law in the country requiring the disclosure of overdraft fee revenue from state-chartered financial institutions. San Diego County Credit Union ranked second highest among the state's 100-plus credit unions, collecting $18 million in overdraft fees last year. That's surprising for a credit union that has long marketed itself as the anti-big bank. For years, the credit union ran a series of ads hammering greedy banks and their excessive fees. So, you offer free checking, right? The bankers in the ads could only say one word. Money, money, money. Money, money, money. The campaign underscores its message in the end. We are nothing like a big bank. We are better. Money. San Diego County Credit Union declined an interview request and did not respond to multiple follow-up inquiries. Other, smaller credit unions collected less in overdraft fees, but that revenue made up a substantial portion of their income. Consider Oceanside-based FrontWave Credit Union. They collected nearly $8 million in overdraft fees last year. That amounted to 12% of the company's overall income and 140% of its net income. In other words, FrontWave easily could have lost money last year without revenue from overdraft fees. We call it a service. We don't call it a fee. It's not a junk fee. Bill Burney is the CEO of FrontWave. 
He says many FrontWave members rely on overdrafts at the end of the month as a bridge before their next payday. The credit union has rebranded it as Courtesy Pay. FrontWave charges $20 per overdraft, up to five times a day, for each negative balance purchase. That means a FrontWave customer could be hit with $100 in fees in one day. So it is an important source of income to us. I just don't think we do it in a predatory way. Consumer watchdogs aren't buying this argument. Kiara O'Laughlin is a researcher and policy advocate at the San Diego-based Center on Policy Initiatives. She says overdraft fees are inherently onerous, even if they're rebranded to sound like a benefit. Any business or organization that's profiting off of exploiting other folks' vulnerabilities is not helping people, it's hurting people. The scrutiny on big banks has made a difference. Some allow repayment grace periods, while others have done away with the fees altogether. It's unclear if credit unions plan to do the same anytime soon. For The California Report, I'm Scott Rod. And that is The California Report for Tuesday, December 19th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm your host, Madi Bolaños. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Support for The California Report comes from Stanford Medicine, comprising its School of Medicine and Adult and Children's Health Systems, working together to advance knowledge and improve lives. StanfordMedicine.org. The William and Flora Hewlett Foundation, investing in creative thinkers and problem solvers who are working to ensure that people, communities, and the planet can flourish. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy works to create a cleaner, healthier, more secure world for all, on the web at theschmidt.org. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? Its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out the Bay Curious book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on the Bay Curious podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get the Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! Hi there, I'm Randa Dirfatah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. Hi, I'm Sasha Koka, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse, golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts.